let's get ready for the word. Uh, right where you're at, would you get your Bibles set to the book of Psalms? Oh, I love the book of Psalms. I've heard a theologian say this once. He said, the whole Bible was kind of written to you. The book of Psalms is written for you. Um, and it, it's not theologically kind of correct. What he's saying is that the book of Psalms is actually a call from humanity to God. When all of scripture is God talking to you, God talking to uh, you know humans and God talking to uh, uh, different people from all different times. Theologians say that the book of Psalms is actually you getting a voice out. It's actually you opening up your mouth. That's what David is doing in the book of Psalms. He's writing songs. He's speaking from his heart, speaking from his soul. He's he's writing a lot of verses from from terrible places, man, from different places. His prayers actually begin to change in these moments. Um, so if you know this, this is a very famous uh, a, a passage, Psalms 23. So would everyone please turn in uh, the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 23. I'm only going to be reading four verses today. And then we're going to read a little bit in the book of John. And then after that, we're going to do some, some, some prayer. We're taking prayer, uh, prayer requests right here on the live. We're going to open up for a bit more music and a bit more fun. So for the next few moments, uh, would you just hang out? Just tune in for a moment. I, I've got a, I've got a word for you. Um, straight out of the, straight out of the Bible, God's word. Um, so man, so I'm going to read with you. Would you read with me? Psalms 23, um, one through four. Uh, we're going to read this right now. It says Psalms 23. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Verse three says he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path. For his name's sake. Verse 4, Psalms chapter 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. For these next few moments, I've titled this talk, Valley Talk. You can see I pinned it at the bottom of the lot. I've called these next conversations we're going to have together. I called it Valley Talk. Valley Talk. It's a talk from the valley. I love this verse, especially verse four, where we're kind of hanging out, is that the, the writer of Psalms is saying, even though I walk through this valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, a lot of people know this verse. A lot of people uh, who probably aren't even saved know this verse. Um, but sometimes knowing something uh, doesn't mean you fully understand it. You see, what I really love about this verse is that it's acknowledging the fact that, yes, there are mountaintops in life, but there are also some valleys in life. Yeah, there are those mountaintops in life with the beautiful sights and the beautiful weather. I don't know if you've ever been hiking before. I don't know if you've ever seen mountains before. There's no mountains. There are no mountains in Florida, barely any. Um, but if you ever got the opportunity to travel, I remember last year our worship team, we were able to do a road trip uh, th throughout uh, throughout the eastern, kind of northeast uh, side of, of the states. I remember just w driving by mountain after mountain after mountain after mountain. And, man, they look beautiful. They're, they're tall. I mean, a mountain is beautiful, right? And you know what? A lot of times in life, it feels like we're on a mountaintop. Maybe your biggest accomplishments in life. Maybe 
your, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe something in your life, something that happened last year, something that happened this year, that for you, it, it's, um, and, and, and I love mountaintop moments. They're great. Mountaintop moments are awesome. But you and I can't deny the fact that there are sometimes valleys in this walk. We can't deny that, yes, there's always going to be something to look forward to, which is the mountaintop. But we cannot forget that there are valleys, too. Here in, in the verse, it says, I walk through the darkest valley. So I, there's not only valleys in life. There's some dark valleys. And the writer of Psalms is saying, I actually walk through the darkest valley, yet I fear no evil, for you are with me. I want you to write this somewhere in your notes. Mountains and valleys are a part of this walk of life. Mountains and valleys together are a part of this walk called life. We can't deny that. We can't say God's not good because we've walked into a valley. We can't say God's not present because we've walked into the valley. Actually, what this verse is exposing is that in the valley, you and I get to call on the presence of God. In a valley, you and I get to call on the very real God who can step in and do things differently in our lives. So we don't get to just hang out at the valley. God's actually going to meet us there. Uh, and it says, even though I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You see, I'm not going to be afraid because God is with me. That's a great reason not to be afraid. It's because God is with you. I want to encourage you. I want to remind all of you today, listen, although it may seem tough, although sometimes temptation may seem tough, although sometimes it's very easy to lean on the side of fear, to lean on the side of, of just, uh, I'll probably do that tomorrow, right? It's very easy to be lazy in these times. It's very easy to, to, to choose fear, to choose panic, right? Because sometimes when we don't get, the opportunity to control something, that's when we lose our peace. But if our peace is connected to something greater, bigger than a circumstance, bigger than a location, if my peace was only on the mountaintop, then my life would be just self-destructive the day that something is imperfect. If my peace is only connected to a mountaintop, then what happens when I go through a valley? I lose my peace. But what's happening in this verse, and it's what I'm trying to expose, is that in the valley, you and I actually get to call on the presence of God. We actually get to call on the strength. We actually get to, to continue to walk and to continue to walk with peace. I love these verses. I really hope it ministers to you. Later on in your week, just when you get time alone, just read Psalms 23. God is with you. His presence is over you. He's not going to abandon you. His promise is his presence. Understand, he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Although you're in a valley, that does not mean that God is not present. Although you could probably sense yourself getting into a valley, understand that God is still present. Maybe you're in a hope group. If you're in a group, which, you know, for all of you, I'm, I'm encouraging you as your pastor, right now in these moments, I'm going to be real get connected to a group there's nothing there's really nothing more i can offer you um if you if you're really cool just like being a christian from afar and not letting people get all in your life and getting all in your schedule and getting all in your phone um i understand safe christianity but if you if you if you want to continue to walk and grow if you want to stay woke as a believer you've got to connect to other people 
So I'm encouraging all of you to, to, to join a group, maybe right after this live, just, just go on, just DM us and say, hey, I want to be in a group. And I know a lot of you here watching, you guys are all in groups. And, I, and yo, by the way, we're like, we're doing great on group numbers. It's great. But I'm honestly talking to those who aren't in groups. You're missing out. You're missing out. Because here, here, here's what groups does. Like, so if you're in a group, you have an opportunity to remind the people around you that, listen, you feel like you're being led. That's because you are sheep and he is our shepherd. I can't tell you how many people are calling God their shepherd, although God has no leadership in their life. I can't tell you how many people call God their shepherd, yet they're not putting him first in their life. I want to read with you John chapter 10, verse 26 to 28. Now, you don't have to tune in. It's a couple quick verses, but this is Jesus speaking the book of John chapter 10, verses 26 and 28. This is what it says. But because this is Jesus, but because you are not my sheep, you refuse to believe. So right there, Jesus is giving his his title, and he's letting them know who they are and who he is. He says, because you're not my sheep, you refuse to believe. Right there, what is he doing? Again, he's painting that picture. I am the shepherd, and you are my sheep. And if you don't believe in me, you are not my sheep. Verse 27, he says this, my sheep, they listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. That's what the book of John says in chapter 10, verse 26 to 28. It's Jesus reminding them, listen, if you believe in me, you're my, you're my sheep. And if you obey me, you listen to my voice. I know you and you know me. You follow me. And it's not just the following part. I also give you eternal life, Jesus says, and you will never perish. Do you see what, what the writer of Psalms is trying to say here? He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. And, and that's not to say, oh, I, I never went hungry. Oh, I always got the, you know, the girl I wanted. Oh, I always got the clothes that I wanted. I always got the car that I wanted. I lacked nothing. No, that's not what the verse is saying. What the verse is saying is actually pointing us to a greater glory. Something past right now to something later on, to something eternal. If Jesus is leading me, he's my shepherd. I lack nothing. And Jesus confirms this in the book of John. He says, and listen, for all those who follow me, right? And all those who are my sheep and they know my voice and they listen to the sound of my voice and they follow me. Listen, I also give you eternal life. I give you eternal life. He even goes to say, and nobody can snatch you out of my hand. Nobody can snatch you out of my hand. You see, the shepherd leads you through the valley but don't forget that the shepherd is also with you you see a lot of times in scriptures we understand this that jesus goes before us he, he actually is in front of us and he doesn't also he doesn't only go in front of us he actually is behind us pushing us forward that's the that's what the presence of god does the presence of god points you forward and leads you into your future and is the presence of God also goes behind you to strengthen you, to push you forward, to be behind you. That's what the shepherd does. He's not an unaware leader. Have you ever followed someone in a car and they totally forgot that you were following them and they just lost you out of nowhere? Have you ever, has, that, has that ever happened to you? Or you're following somebody on foot and you lose them 
somewhere they just took too many turns you see jesus is not leading you like he doesn't know that you're following him <laughs> jesus is very aware who you are he's very aware what you're dealing with what your life is like so he doesn't just lead from the front he actually is behind you too pushing you into the best that is ahead of you this is some valley talk honestly because right now not all of our lives feel like a mountaintop in one way or another our life right now does not feel like a mountaintop and i totally get that but understand that doesn't mean that jesus isn't leading you anymore just because the situation has changed that doesn't mean that the leader and the lord of your life has walked off the throne just because things are a bit unexpected that does not mean that god is not in control that does not mean that god is not with you that does not mean that he's abandoned you rather i'd say if you're in a valley take heart because god is with you and god is near to the brokenhearted and god is near to those who are who are struck down in the low in spirit those who are praying those who are fear in fear you're not you're not like pushing god away you're actually opening a door for god to come in and do what only he can do in your life friends this is some valley talk not that much people keep it real i've seen a lot of people wearing masks before coronavirus a lot of people wearing masks before the virus masks just just covering up how they actually were covering up who they actually were covering up the struggles they had covering up the life that was ahead of them a lot of people were were wearing masks before the virus and and, and what and what god is doing is that he's redeeming the children of god that call on him those that 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 actually understand the truth that he actually is leading me through the valley through the valley he's in front of me he's behind me and he's pushing me into the best he's pushing me into the best so i want to read with you one last time psalms chapter 23 verses 1 through 4 not that many verses i told you you know we're going to hang out right there in these verses but man i love you so much guys i'm praying for you this is a moment for your relationship with god to get to the next level if you feel like you're in a valley it's time to call on the presence of god it's time to call on the very real presence of god let's read psalm 23 1 through 4 it says the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing he makes me lie down green pastures he leads me beside quiet waters he refreshes my soul that's what god does he refreshes your soul man don't only take a shower like physically do it spiritually too god can refresh in your soul call on his name make time for him open up you know open up your bible open up an atmosphere open up your schedule open up your calendar make time for god listen now that we're home more make a rhythm make a routine to serve god and to see god so that when things get back to crazy and rhythm you've already got one habit built in right we need a daily refreshing it refreshes my soul it says in verse 4 even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you see church we're here tonight and i want to remind you i want to remind you that god is with you i'm not afraid i'm not afraid at all because i know that god's presence is with me i'm not afraid i'm not afraid although i'm in a valley i shall not walk with fear because god is with me 
God is with me. So what I want you to do right now is just to meditate for a moment. Meditate on the verses we've read today. John chapter 10, verse 26 and 28. And we read Psalms 23, verses 1 through 4. Meditate on these verses from now to next Tuesday. Just meditate. Just read it. Go over it. Be reminded that the presence of God is always with you, friend. He's with you. That's what's awesome about our God. He's so awesome that he can be in each and every one of our homes right now. He's God. He's, he's everywhere. He's omnipotent, right? That's, he's omnipresent, right? That's in his nature. He's ministering to you right now. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. I'm with you in the valley. I don't know if you're going through a mental valley. I don't know if being home most of these weeks have been pressure. They've been hard. God is with you. God is with you. His presence is with you. You get to call on that presence. You get to seek God. You get to you get to invite the Holy Spirit into your home. I promise you, the presence of God will make things make sense. The presence of God will allow things in your life to come into perspective. Amen. And you know what? I can't tell you how many Christians I meet and they're like, man, I miss the mountain. I miss the mountain. We're in the valley and I miss the mountain. And, I, and, and you know what? You know what? It's okay to miss the mountain sometimes. It's okay. It's okay to miss it. But listen, don't dwell on the mountain. Do not dwell on the mountain. Do not dwell on the mountain. Because here's the thing. The mountain is not where you're at right now. You're in a valley. Spiritually speaking, financially speaking, situation, just somewhere in your life. If you're in a valley, we're talking about it, right? Valley talk. But yeah, you can think about your mountain, but don't dwell on it because that's not where you're at. And this can be a season, instead of you waiting, you end up wandering. This could be a moment that instead of you learning, you end up missing the details. So this is the moment for all of us, friends, to find new rhythms, find new patterns, and to understand that God is with us no matter what. That I may be going through a valley, but that doesn't mean that God is not my shepherd. That doesn't mean that he's not with me. That doesn't mean that he's abandoned me. Just because I'm in the valley, that actually may confirm the leadership of God over my life. Sometimes when it's mountain to mountain to mountain, sometimes it's too good to be true. Sometimes a lot of great doors are not God doors. And we walk through them just because they seem nice, they seem great. But usually God chooses the route that's less expected. You see, we see this in scripture so many times. The path to heaven is actually a straight and narrow road, but the path that leads to destruction is actually huge. It's wide and many find it. So friend, be encouraged through the valley. This is a valley conversation. This is valley talk. We're praying for the valley. We're encouraged from the valley. We're not going to curse God because we're in a valley. We're not going to walk away and abandon our beliefs, abandon our church. We're not going to abandon, you know, our purpose, our responsibility. We're not going to abandon what God's put in front of us just because we're in a valley. Very easy. It's very easy to back up in the middle of hardship. That's why we said week one, man, you can find it on Church Online, on YouTube, or on our podcast. Week one 
man, I, I'll church online. We said, hey, what side of history are you guys going to be on? As a church, you and I, what side of history are we going to be on? Are we going to be the church that says, you know what, in the valleys, we persisted. We actually grew closer to God. Here's the thing about valleys. Don't valleys find a way to just keep us on our knees, praying and worshiping and, and dependent on God? You see, mountaintops really don't bring out the worshiper in you. It's usually the valley that brings out the worshiper in you. It's usually the valley that brings out the prayer warrior in you. I'm actually, I'm actually praying a lot more in the valley. I'm actually a bit more desperate for the presence of God in the valley. I'm actually, I'm actually a bit more dependent on my father in the valley. And I got the silver lining, right? I know the mountaintop is coming, but, but man, God is with me right here and right now.